Well, first they came for the Pop-Tarts, but I don't currently eat Pop-Tarts, so I said nothing. Now they've come for the Subway tuna sandwiches. Hi, I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com who have already enjoyed a previous episode we did about a lawsuit against Kellogg's alleging that Pop-Tarts, strawberry Pop-Tarts specifically, do not contain very much strawberry. In fact, there are other fruits in them that uh, far outmeasure strawberries as far as the filling content goes. Well, now we have a lawsuit, gentlemen, that's actually been in the system for a few months and recently got amended after a judge threw it out, and I'll explain why in a minute. This allegation is uh, from a couple of plaintiffs, one of whom claims to have eaten 100 Subway tuna sandwiches between 2013 and 2019 and was startled to discover after they did some scientific testing, uh, literally DNA testing, Steve Green, uh, was startled to find that out of 20 samples, there were no of of, uh, tuna from the tuna sandwiches, there were no detectable tuna DNA specimens. But in fact, all 20 of those samples had detectable chicken DNA, 11 of them had detectable pork DNA, and seven of them cattle DNA. Uh, Stephen Green Subway refutes this uh, allegation that's filed in the lawsuit, says it's a trivial, frivolous lawsuit, says that their tuna is high quality, wild caught, and 100% tuna, and of course tries to reduce the credibility of the plaintiffs in the case. But you know you're in trouble, Steve, when you have to create a website called SubwayTunaFacts.com that has the headline, (laughs) Subway Tuna is Real. Wow. You know, as you were uh, detailing what they found in there, or before you got to the part where you detail what they found in there, I thought you were going to say they were shocked to discover tuna in the Subway Tuna. Uh, That would... (laughs) That would, that would be a more expected me. result. <laughs> yes. Now, before I continue, uh, on advice of my attorney, I would just like to state that everything I'm about to say is hypothetical, and I'm not actually impugning or implying anything going on with Subway's tuna sandwiches. So <laughs> with the uh, legal tuna. legal disclaimer out of the way, what I want to know is, I'm, I'm actually very, very curious about this. Do they have a lab somewhere mm-hmm. that works with various other proteins, pork, beef, chicken, to try and come up with uh, something that is enough like tuna that if you smother it in enough mayonnaise and put it in some sickly sweet bread, that people will mistake it for tuna? Or do they just kind of glop together whatever it is they have on hand? Now, I'd be really impressed, you know, if they had the mad scientist with, you know, in a barnyard somewhere with all of these these animal specimens working with test tubes and Bunsen burners and, I don't know, DNA sequencers and all the rest. Um, But from the sound of it, that's not what's going on. They seem to, you said 11 samples had beef or, you know, cow DNA, some other number. So what it sounds like they're doing is it's whatever, again, this is hypothetical. It's just whatever they have on hand. They're just glopping it together. Now, I don't know, on the off chance that this hypothetical is true, I don't know if that means that I should be disappointed in Subway for trying to pass off this sort of random agglomeration, I can't even talk today, of, uh, of animal <laughs> parts. Thank you, of animal parts 
into uh, tuna and hoping to get away with it? Or should I be disappointed in the subway-loving American public for getting fooled for decades by this assortment of random meat parts being passed off as tuna? You tell me, Scott. I don't know. Yeah, and I can make no evaluation of this, of course. I think on occasion I have had a, a tuna a hoagie or whatever they call them at Subway. Um, and by the way, Bill Whittle, the reason why a, a judge dismissed the case earlier this year and then it's been amended and, and refiled uh, was because the judge said um, the plaintiffs could not point to any specific ad or language in packaging where Subway had made a misstatement. In other words, he wasn't ruling on the merits of whether or not there was actual tuna in the tuna sandwich or how much of the tuna sandwich was, was composed of tuna. Uh, but the, the fact that Subway, apparently the plaintiff could make no claim that Subway lied to them about the content. Um, as the Kellogg's lawsuit averred that, uh, that Kellogg's was saying these are strawberry Pop-Tarts or whatever. But the, the plaintiff says, look... When you look up at the menu, which she apparently did many, many times, she had a hundred of these sandwiches, she claims. Uh, when you look up at the menu and it says tuna sandwich, what might one expect would be in that sandwich? And it doesn't say anything about any other ingredients in it. Um, Bill, I, I guess I wonder whether frivolous lawsuits, like what they're alleging this one is, might actually serve a purpose in our society. I don't like tuna, so none of this has anything to do with me. <laughs> it's not my problem, and I don't care. So now I don't know what to blame your mercurial no, personality I, on. First of all, the claim that, well, we didn't claim it was tuna in the thing that we we're advertising as a tuna sandwich. That seems a, a, an absurd thing to me. Well, the, Subway's not saying that. The judge is saying that the plaintiff could not point out any specific misstatement by Subway. Right. So um, saying it's a tuna sandwich and there's no tuna in it is, to me, a, a, a pretty good claim that it's a tuna sandwich. But let's let's not linger there. Um, tuna is expensive. You know, you, you catch a uh, catch one of these really big bluefin tunas and they're worth thousand dollars or something per per fish for the really good stuff. I'm not imagining that Subway buys that particular uh, quality of tuna. If there's no DNA of tuna in the tuna fish sandwich, then um, I suspect uh, as a hypothetical that um, that Steve has pretty much got it right, that what they've basically done is taken uh, organic matter and uh, and given it a tuna flavor, it's entirely possible that all the oil that they press out of real tuna cans just gets scooped up. Maybe they squeegee off the floor, <laughs> sail it over to, um, to the, uh, to the, um, to the uh, subway thing and then add it to the organic matter paste and, and, and then a little mayonnaise and off you go. Um, because seriously, it doesn't have to, I guess what I'm trying to say is if it tastes like tuna, then you know look, there's not an American there's not an American alive today who has not made the mistake of looking closely at the inside of a chicken McNugget, right? We know it tastes like chicken, but that's not chicken. I don't know what it is, but it's a strange honeycomb structure, uh, extremely low weight, low density. It is presumably 
amalgamations of chicken or avian type uh, organic <laughs> uh, molecules, but nobody knows. I think, look, to be serious about this, on some level, yes, you you have to you you do have a responsibility to put chicken in your chicken McNuggets and put tuna in your tuna fish sandwich. And if you're selling a tuna fish sandwich that has no tuna fish in it, then you're I think that's fraudulent. At the same time, I'm left with the same conclusion that I was left with before with the pop tart story. Uh, there is not enough uh, strawberries in pop tarts. Does it taste like strawberry? Yes then I'm in. And uh, ultimately, I think I kind of come down on this too, you know? it, it Does it taste like, taste like tuna? Yep. But there's no tuna in it. Nope. You want a six inch or a 12 inch? I think I'll take the 12 inch. Uh, <laughs> Toast it. And and extra mayonnaise, please. That's right. Hey, uh, Scott, I just yes, got a, uh, a text from my attorney while Bill was wrapping up. Oh. And he, he has advised me to, to remind people that Subway's tuna is free-range tuna raised in the kindest and uh, greenest livestock facilities in the uh, Midwestern United States. What if they use nothing but chicken of the sea tuna? <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Uh, a few years ago, there was a great deal of alarm, and um, and then that was taken to uh, comedic heights by uh, the late Rush Limbaugh. Um, and when people were uh, claiming that there were sea turtles that were caught up in um, tuna nets, and or no, dolphins rather, I'm sorry, dolphins, like porpoises that were caught up in tuna nets. And Rush did a commercial where uh, a kid was saying he didn't like these tuna sandwich because it no longer had the great taste of dolphin. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Anyway, so we finally get to the point where, um, you know, in this lawsuit where it's being claimed that there's no actual tuna in there. Well, you know what that means? There's also no actual dolphin in there. Because if they're not really catching tuna on the high seas, then they're not accidentally snaring the porpoises and including those in the sandwich. So you think that these people would be happy. Uh, and now, and the other thing is, uh, Bill, with the, with the McNuggets, the great advantage that they have in the manufacture of McNuggets is that everything tastes like chicken. And so you can put, you can put almost anything in there. Maybe and, that's where the tuna is. Maybe so, all the tuna is in the chicken McNuggets. That's right. Now, and, and I guess what we're finding out by this lawsuit is, frankly, that everything tastes like tuna as well. Um, I know that there, there is a certain sense with anything that comes in a can, when you open the can, everything smells like dog food. Um, so <laughs> this, this may be another one of those phenomenon. Um, I, I am not greatly alarmed by this. I was greatly alarmed when somebody told me after I had uh, ordered at a Chinese restaurant some crab rangoon that the uh, crab content of crab rangoon is approximately zero. <laughs> and crab and I thought... Well, then what the heck is it in there? It's just, it's got a texture. It's got some sort of flavor. It's just some sort of biomass that makes me feel like I'm eating crab. Um, in any case, I, I, as long as they're, they're not poisoning the American public, I'm, I'm grateful. However, why not call it some magical new thing? Like if it turns out that it really is not wild-caught, 100% natural tuna, uh, then they would have been just as well off saying, hey, we've created this fantastic thing that's an inexpensive source of protein and no porpoises are were injured in the making of this sandwich. I think that they would have been uh, the darlings of the left. Instead, they find themselves in court. And I do invite you to go 
to subwaytunafacts.com because I don't think we've done an effective job at portraying Subway's side of the case here. And I think that they should have a chance to adequately defend themselves. Uh, this will not inhibit me from stopping at a Subway. Uh, the fact that my weight loss regimen requires me to never even glance sideways at a piece of bread will keep me from going to Subway. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 